0: we returned here today to support the family and the other thing then was was it me with me on that saturday and then i asked me i asked him he came to to the neighbor the neighbor of bali was have got a funeral i was there to, to help them the neighbor of bali he told us he was at home now he said they phone for him at at, at his home to come back here in South Africa because Mbali is not at home. We don't know who phoned for him to come back but he make us a stupid. He slept with the dead people in the house for three Saturday Sunday until me I, I hear the smell and then I started to phone for the police and phone Tebuho, the father of the, the, the other baby that they killed them. We want to know who gets the information of Mbali's family because they say he got only three months he stayed there. Even Me, myself, I saw him one day, but I've tried to say he's a family. We want to know all those stories today. He must tell us where we get that information. we know, know why he killed even each and everyone in that house and leave them
1: why he left them because
0: he was sitting yeah. with them from saturday in that house yeah. and if he's a serial killer why he left them yeah. so dan is applying for bail how do you feel about that no, no bail no for the Dan. No, no bail for the Dan. No. No oh no. well, the reason why i said no yeah, bail. bail for the damn no. because he got lot of names
1: you understand what I say
0: We want the person with a two names, home name and the, and the English name not 20 names and then when he get the page why is he going to stay because he might be a fool
1: and those were the neighbours of uh, the murdered family in Flakfontein the sister of one of the deceased has also spoken out I want them to be sentenced I don't know why Sbusiso killed all of them. We want him to tell us as a family why he had to kill everyone, including defenseless children. He strangled those babies and left them with their tongues sticking out. I want both him and Dan, who I found in the house and asked where my sisters were. And he told me they had gone home. I then asked Dan what the foul smell coming from the bedroom was. The community then told Dan to leave. But before that, he broke into the shack at the back of the home where we kept tools. That's when we discovered more remains. Sbusiso by this time had already fled. I'm looking for this young man, Sbusiso. What he did is despicable and heartbreaking. And that was a Sister of the Deceased. And joining us on the line now with the latest on the story is our reporter Jillian Pillay. Jillian, good afternoon. Now, there seems to be a lot of interest in this story. Would you say the initial shock is over? And how are people actually reacting at this stage?
2: You know, Sakina, re-listening to Nyingi Koza, the sister, to the homeowner in Bali, listening to... How she spoke from the depths of her heart to um, to the man known to her as Sisu Kosa, it is it is very difficult. If it's difficult for me as a journalist who wasn't related to these relatives, I can only imagine how hard it must be for those relatives to sit in that gallery, a few feet away from these men who were very familiar to them, who were like relatives to them, um, being accused of these heinous crimes. Um, I, I don't think even, I don't think they've come to terms with what had happened, and I think every time they return to court, Sakina, uh, it opens up that very day, that wound when they discovered those bodies. It takes them back to the mortuary. You heard quite graphically there, kids were strangled, their tongues hanging out, um, and all of this. I think when they return to court. All of this, it's a replay in their minds, and that's why it's so difficult for them to put this behind them, but more so in the dramatic turn of events that we saw playing out in court today. Last week, um Cibiciso, now known as Ernest Mabaso, he abandoned his bid to, to apply for bail. And he, through his legal counsel, has now indicated that he will... Will now apply for bail next week. Coupe, um, who is the second accused, he has appointed a private attorney. So all of that has basically thrown a spanner into what was supposed to be um, a bail application for accused number two. So mm-hmm. bail, these new legal, the new legal counsel will have to familiarise themselves and prepare themselves for a dual bail application that's happening next Tuesday. But to answer your question, Sakina, I don't think the family has come to terms with, with this gruesome, really brutal way that the family members have died.
1: Julian, uh, last week uh, we actually went through the name of um, the 27-year-old and we mm-hmm. now know he is Ernest mm-hmm. Barbasso. What mm-hmm. about Coupe? Because, you know, all those mm-hmm. different names coming up for him. What is his real name?
2: His real name is Fita Koupe. I think to people in the community, he's known as Dan. Um, Dan is probably like a Western name. But uh, on, on the record, in the docket, he is Peter Cooper. We know that he was in a long-term relationship with a homeowner who was deceased in Bali. So he was like a father figure to that family, Sakina. Um, it, you know, you, you, they were all familiar with one another. And investigations, we understand could prove a link between Mabaso and Kupi. Uh, But according to documentation, he is a Mozambican national. He has been in a 15-year relationship with the homeowner who is deceased. And um, his correct name, according to records, is
1: Sita Kupi. And, Julian, uh, there were also reports uh, that the two suspects had been fighting amongst themselves. The mm. older suspect claiming the younger mm. was trying to kill him. Can you tell us more about that, please?
2: What, what, what did emerge also from court today, Sakina, was the first accused, Ernest Marshall, speaking through legal counsel, telling court that he feels now for his life because uh, he, so these are all claims that um, Coupe has been threatening him, so the court has basically sent him to another uh, pr- prison until he has to appear again in court to the Krugerville prison. But what you are mentioning now has not come has not come um, has not has not come out through through any legal counsel. It's, it's only that Mugasa is making claims now that his, his his life is in danger and that uh, he fears for his life because. Uh, Kupe has been threatening What the nature of these threats are, we we are, we are not sure yet, Sakina. But as the magistrate said, they it still claims and for now putting distance between them in terms of different, it's um, called it holding facilities, correctional holding facilities until their next bail application would basically quash the, um, any any further claims of of of, of threats or of. Um, uh, you know, intimidation, whatever that might be.
1: McKenna. So so they will be going back to different holding facilities?
2: Different holding facilities until the next um, court appearance, which is next Tuesday, where we will see a dual bail application taking place. But that affair won't just be a one-day thing, Sakina. We know that it's a lot of uh, legal paperwork that's involved. Witnesses could possibly be called to the stand. affidavits will be read out in court. And then obviously the magistrate will have to peruse through all the factors. And then she'll give another date when she'll make a decision whether it's in the interest of justice that they either be released on bail or that they remain in police custody until um, the matter uh, goes to trial, Fikina.